is going on everybody and welcome to the one percent podcast i'm joined by a very special friend actually this is gonna be fun this one so i'm joined by leanne so my love anyone that doesn't know you things like that just introduce yourself just go crazy hey everyone so brandon and i have known each other a little while now my name is leanne obviously um i am a transformation specialist so a similar background to brandon um i work with a mixture of male and female clients i actually have a bigger male base than i do female at the moment um i tend to coach people for around six months um we work on everything from mindset through to nutrition which then obviously affects the outcome of their physical transformation I'm a very much a big believer in healing the body from the inside out. So kind of how we treat it on the inside is a reflection of how it is on the outside. So mindset is a big thing. Um, if you don't know me, a little bit about me is I used to actually be a musical theater performer. So I was a singer and dancer for a very, very long time. I'm now 38 years old, so I am very much retired. Um, and I fell in love with the fitness industry. I fell in love with coaching. I fell in love with helping people. And that's kind of what brought me here with a, a few bumps along the way, which obviously adds to my story, which we'll obviously talk about. Yeah, nice. But I think the nice thing is that we've kind of met, probably like even like actually we met when the world was fucked, when we were both in a very <laughs> weird position as well. Um, yeah. And it's nice kind of, and it's kind of going from that almost little like rock bottomy kind of position, not probably real rock bottom, but going from those lows into like in a sense where you are or even like the last what this year I feel oh, even before that but you've been like we can we can spitball it here but you're coaching some incredible people in in the in the world now and things are exploding for you I think dabbling into you very much very much the same sort of things that we deal with people that are in a sense going into that photo shoot condition looking for a beach body look so actually going from quite one extreme to the other What's kind of like the couple of barriers you see from that, from a male point of view, like when they first start out on their journey? Barriers with my guys. I think the initial barrier with some of my guys that want to get into photo shoot condition is they want it to happen too quickly. They are wanting to kind of literally fire themselves out of the gun straight away. And it's, sometimes hard to dial someone back in and make them understand that when you're dieting for something as um, physically superficial as a photo shoot, because you have to look a certain way, we, we actually, one of the first things we have to work on is stress management because dieting to that condition is extremely stressful on the body. Yet the first thing we want to do is, is throw everything at it to just get there as quick as possible. So I think that's actually my first thing that I come across with guys, whereas like my female clients are a little bit more patient um, and listen initially in the beginning, whereas guys are just like, tell me what to do. How do I get there? Do you think that's too much food? Do you think that's enough cardio? What else can I do? And I'm sometimes like, ah, ah, bring it back, bring it back. We've got a long journey. Like this is week one and we've got 12, 16, 25 to go. Yeah. Like this is a marathon, not a sprint. So I think that would be my first biggest thing. And then with things currently, with things opening back up is sociability and obviously then adherence when it comes to food and alcohol and living a social life because getting life lean is one thing getting photo shoot lean is a whole other thing and it takes more adherence more rigidness more more strict parameters i guess from a coaching point of view and knowing when to switch the switch for somebody so that their entire journey isn't them just suffering 
Yeah, 100%. I think we can kind of like, right, for this podcast, we can be like, guys, if you want to feel sexier and drop some body fat, go to another podcast sort of thing. <laughs> but like, but for this, this is what we're saying. It's like, if you generally want to get in the best shape of your life, like that is photo shoot, that is whatever it is, that does require some, it does require some serious fat sacrifice. Like I'm the first day, just like you, like, oh, you know how, say for example, you're 10 weeks out from a big shoot. Oh, how do I do this in friends? I'm like, don't fucking go. Like as, uh, like as blunt as that is, like if you generally want to look your best in 10 weeks time, I'm like don't go out for dinner, don't go out for a couple of drinks sort of thing. Like, yeah, you can go and socialize, but you've got to have that discipline of being like, actually guys, I'm going to eat before, or I'm going to actually sometimes as extreme as it is, I'm going to bring food with me, vice versa. Yeah. You do have to have like, right, this is going to be 12, 16, 20 weeks, whatever you said. I'm like, that's only that, it's not long of your life. So like, just- no, and I think it's knowing your own boundaries. It's knowing some people can go out and socialize and be very good at it and not be tempted whatsoever, especially some of my guys, but also some of my guys cannot, because let's be honest, we all bend to peer pressure. We all bend to um, other people's opinions of us in that moment. It's not necessarily us that feels that way. It's people saying things like, oh, go on, like one won't hurt you. Oh, but it's like, well, actually one won't, but that one leads to two leads to three. And actually that sets me back a week. So then, you know, that, that photo shoot might have to be delayed that week or that deadline for, the show that you know I'm working on you know gets pushed um I think also knowing your own kryptonite like I talk to a lot to my photo shoot clients about what is their kryptonite I know mine for example I cannot leave a whole milk bar of chocolate alone like if there is a family bar size of chocolate the whole thing is going I'm not two squares I can't just measure it out but dark chocolate I can right okay so I only buy in dark chocolate, not milk. <laughs> That's just my kryptonite. But you can throw a drink in front of me and I'm not going to want one. Yeah. So I could go to a social event and just drink sparkling water. But if you know that you can't go to a social event and say no, or have that one drink and say that that's what it is, or go to dinner and have either eaten before, take your food with you, or know that it's a restaurant that you can navigate, how much do you want it? Yeah, and do you know what? I literally just listened to a podcast earlier today. And it does come down to that. Like sometimes like, I don't mean this in like a douchebaggy way, but like you've been in incredible shape, vice versa. We've both been in incredible shape before. And some people say like, oh, you know, like I want to get into that shape. And in my head, I'm like, you won't. Like- Yeah, you just know. You just like, some, sometimes it sounds really douchebaggy, but I'm like, the mindset that, that it requires to get into that shape is- I, I, I It's selfish say, and it's, it's okay. Yeah. And I think sometimes, is it learned? Do you, can you learn it? I'm like, I think you could potentially get better at it, but I think yeah. sometimes like that is just your chemistry. Like some people are just like, that is it. Boom. Let's go. That is just, maybe that's your environment when you're growing up, your upbringing, growing up sort of thing. Can yeah, it I learn over time? Maybe. I think we're both from sporting backgrounds and I think there's something to be said for a lot of my male clients that do really well, that have come from a semi-competitive, semi-athletic background or some kind of background that required structure and adherence, like acting. Yeah. Because um, I work with a lot of both. I've had a lot of like rugby players, a lot of actors that are coming up and through, which is exciting. Um, and they're able to flip that switch, as we call it. Me and you have talked a lot about, come on, we just need to like flip the switch. We know we can do it. And there are times in your life you just can't do it. It just, that flip will just not go. Yeah. Um, 
or it, or it does and you just your laser beam focused happens and um for some people it's a really hard mindset to get in it's not maybe something they've ever tried to do before um it's it's tough I, don't, I think it, like you said I think it's something that has to be learned but some people are more inept at doing it than others yeah 100% I've I've noticed that more with for example, I, 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 we've kind of got mixed roles. You mostly work with men. Yeah. I work, mostly work with women. And it is funny. Like I see a bunch of girls that start, they come in with just like, I just want to drop some body fat, feel more confident. And then they start to see, or they're in the Facebook groups and things like that. And they start to see, oh, like, you know, Jess is getting ready for a photo shoot thing. And they're like, I can fucking do that. And I'm like, cool. Can you like in my head, I'm like, okay, cool. We need to talk about this. It does require like, it's a lot different than just what you're doing right now. There is that kind of yeah. like, you're here. We need to go up here sort of thing and it is just having that it is having that that chat like this is what it requires like are you ready to do this and we've we've both been we spoke about this before like from you guys like you wanted to go into a dieting phase yourself and you're like just not not ready right now and vice versa if someone said to me right now right cool you're doing a show or a comp at the end of the year but like nah I'm not <laughs> like well do you remember back to when we first met I was in such a bad mental headspace with everything that had been going on and I'd finished a really bad rebound from my last shoot which was completely um unexpected and it was a lot of hormone issues that had become apparent and I just I kept do you remember me saying to you like I, I want to do this I want to do this but wanting to do this and being able to do it are two different things yeah and I just I couldn't for the life of me. I actually only started dieting for my own photo shoot three weeks ago. So that just shows you, it's took me a year to fix everything, to get everything into the right condition, to really truly be primed to the point of where starting this journey isn't desperate. Starting this journey is the right time. Cause you can't, you can't start a photo shoot or a stage prep or anything. If you're in a desperate situation, you have to almost prime yourself ready. Yeah. Um, and, take it on there. and that's the coach's job as well to navigate that. For yeah. hundred percent yeah you have to be you have to have those conversations and you have to, sometimes you have to be like at the end of the day it's like there's always going to be a photo shoot right there's always going to be a photo shoot there's only going to be there's more time we've got time sort of thing and i'm it's awesome that you have that mindset right now but because your head's so fucking strong you're fighting two battles and that was the similar one with you right it was just like right yeah. your head's so strong and focused and i think as well like a lot of it comes down to like I need to have this body because it will define me sort of thing. Like I need to have this body yeah. because like people will, especially as a coach as well, like, you know, it's like sometimes when you've got a bit of extra body fat and you're like, man, like why would people listen to me sort of thing? Right. But actually like you've got to be in that right position. And just because you think a body defines you, it really doesn't like. No. And you're fighting your own inner demon sometimes as a coach in that, in that perspective, it's like how I was a year ago, like, I was so used to seeing my body a certain way, like my body being the pinnacle of primed my entire life. Like I said, I was a dancer. So my body didn't look anything but lean. Yeah. Um, of various stages of lean, depending on what show I was in. And I worked hard for it, but I didn't have to fight for it because my job took care of it. I just had to be very sensible about my nutrition. Obviously, the more I learned as I was educating myself through fitness, I would apply it. Um, Whereas then you bring yourself into something like a rebound and where you've dieted for something and you're in the best shape of your life, which my last shoot I was for sure. And then something like your hormones play up and it is completely out of your control. And then to get well, you have to then let your body go through whatever it's going to go through. 
and watching your body turn into something you almost don't recognize is really scary. And then you almost are faced with this imposter syndrome of being like, how is it that I help all of these people for a living? And this is my outward reflection. And a lot of my clients were very sweet, bless them. I was, I'm always really brutally honest with my clients about my trials and tribulations. Um, because I think honesty is always the best policy because you learn from your darkest times. You can pass on your gotcha. knowledge. Gotcha. Um, but they were always like, no, you know, you don't look as bad as you think you do. And I was like, yeah, but my genes tell me otherwise. Like, <laughs> I guess abs are not the be all and end all, but right now I'd like just to be able to fit my clothes. Like, yeah. so it was, it was really horrible. It was really scary because it was something I wasn't in control of. And I had to just wait and be so patient and have all of the blood tests and just wait till my brain chemistry and my biochemistry told me it was okay. Yeah, and that, I think that was more frustrating than anything else. I felt like I just like, thank God for pandemics. I actually became pretty, pretty like isolated, but kind of felt that way anyway. Didn't really want to put myself out there um, because I'm in fear of judgment of what other people would think, but it was more my own judgment of myself, I think. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's so a really important thing for any any females that listen to this as well that are like, even regardless if you want to drop body fat and if you do want to push your body to that limit, like. In a, as a guy we can we can push things pretty hard pretty in a in a sense pretty fast and yeah there's, there's and bounce less back quick bounce the percentage back. of guys that rebound post shoot or post stage i think it's i can't remember what the exact number is but the, the statistic of the percentage of, of guys that struggle hormonally post shoot is very different it's oh, like night, night and day whereas women were so hypersensitive to anything that takes us to a hormonally unstable place yeah. that it's like a springboard effect and we can't help it. We can't control it. It's out of our control at that point when it's gone too far. Yeah. And that's also as well, there's just, women are complicated, right? There's a lot <laughs> more. Are. There's a lot more. Why do you think I work with men? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's so much easier. <laughs> Doesn't this say a lot? We're like, why do I work with women? Because I just want it complicated and hard, right? Um, but no, there is, <laughs> guys, there's just a lot less, in a, in a sense, to go wrong as well. Like I know yeah. testosterone goes down vice versa, but honestly, that's kind of it. <laughs> like there's nothing massive, but obviously with females, you got, I'm not going to go into the whole kind of, I don't know enough either, but a lot so much. from a hormonal standpoint for females, like, right. Number one, like you're going to lose your cycle. If you're going to push that low body fat, you're going to lose it. Say for example, you lose it six weeks or six weeks out, right? It's going to take you potentially six plus weeks to get it back again as well. If we're doing it a yeah. smart controlled way. So there is a lot more to consider. And also, like you say, like the reverse dieting phase for women, I would say it does need to be managed in a, in a much more careful way as well. Absolutely. Massively, massively. Like guys get away with a little bit more lenience within that phase, but girls, no. Like, I don't think my rebound really hit until six weeks after. Yeah, but I'd I'd already been suffering with amenorrhea, which is obviously lo loss of period for quite a long time at that point. Yeah, because I'd been suffering with amenorrhea from my shoot previous to that, so it had been almost two years. Yeah, which so should have told me I shouldn't have done the last shoot as a coach, and you know that you shouldn't have done it, but it was a situation where I was needing to do it, um, and it was like creating the perfect storm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. This is also that. a thing to go on. It's like sometimes it's it's a really easy concept, right? Like one burger doesn't make you fat, one salad doesn't make you skinny sort of thing. And this applies from actually from a hormonal standpoint. Like if you've been in a sense damaged for two years 
And that was kind of when we met, it was almost at the two year mark coming up to it, right? When we, yeah. So then it was like, well, actually it's, so that was April last year. So now it's like, well, it's May this year. So it took you a year, like you said before, to kind of come back into it, actually feeling in a position where I'm ready to do this mentally, both physically, hormonally, probably in a much better standpoint now. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then I'm to, ready I to had to get all my markers checked. Yeah, I had to see what was missing, what was bottoming out, like where my estrogen was at. Um, like I said, it took me a hot, an entire year to get my cycle back into a regular position. Yeah. And then that helped with the mental side of things because then hormonally you're balanced in, in mentally and, and internally. Yeah. Um, so therefore then the binge, like BED stopped, the binge eating disorder that then can come from a rebound because it's not just the rebound, it's then what does it trigger post? So yeah, it's, it's a turbulent time. Like for any ladies that I always... I don't know if you say to your female clients, I say this a lot to my female clients, I'm a male, like, if you want to get life lean, that's one thing. If you want to get shoot lean, that's a whole other, that's a whole other layer. And you could be absolutely fine, but you have to be prepared for what if you're not. Yeah, 100%. It's almost like being a doctor, right? You know, when you're like, it's like <laughs> we're going to give you this jab, it might kill you or it might not. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's kind of one of those, isn't it? You might get all these side effects, but you probably won't sort of thing. It's kind of that. It's almost like you will feel like this. Like I've got a couple at the moment that are four weeks out from like comp preps and stuff like that. And they're like, dude, like I can't walk and things. I'm like, I'm like, good. That's how you're supposed to feel in a polite way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what, and we've had that conversation. Like, remember that, that video that we filmed and we, and then you just play it back to them and you're like, oh yeah, we said that 10 weeks ago sort of thing. And that is, it's having that important conversation to anyone that's going to be like, right, if you don't want to do this, like, like you said, this is what it's going to take sort of thing. Really simple concept. So. Yeah. And there's also, I think nothing Yeah, I think there's no shame in saying that you can't either. Um, I think if you're a coach that diets people to transformation level and you haven't been through it yourself, I think you're doing yourself a disservice Ooh. if you've never been through it. Um, I don't know but, how you could. No, I, I do know I them wouldn't. out there. They do exist. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to, to be honest. No. Because the best lessons having... I've learned are the ones messing up with myself, for sure. Yeah, because it's having the balls to be like, thing is, everyone's, this is where like, again, like probably not the podcast to listen to, but like, this is where like the calorie stuff doesn't come into play. I'm like, if I have to push someone below a thousand calories, I will. Like, I'll be very happy to do that. And vice versa, if someone needs crap tons of calories to grow I'll happily drive like do you know what I mean it's it's being I think it's just having the confidence to do that because you've done it you've gone from boom super low calories to doing hours of cardio vice versa to pushing food quite high and things like that and we, we've been to that two extremes and we know how yeah. we felt from both angles like it's going to reflect differently on every individual but you do know the, the extremes yeah, and you, I think you have to know those extremes to then be a smart coach to be able to notice warning signs or implement protocols to lessen the hardships within other people's journeys. So, like, I pride myself at the moment on most of my clients that have come into photo shoot condition. I've had some guys and girls come in sick condition recently. They've worked their asses off over lockdown. Who is and the guy? Sorry, who is the guy that was... I think you did it on your stories. There was one guy, I can't even remember, but you know when you look at someone, they're like, oh, they're extra peeled. Um, Recently, have, have I posted his before and after yet? Hang on. Have a look. Sorry, listeners. There was, there was one guy, I think he had long brown hair. Long brown hair. Maybe I'm just making it up. 
this is what this would be really awkward if it wasn't your transformation <laughs> yeah i'll be like, like um oh, okay no i've got was, a guy at the moment oh, it wasn't long brown hair but he was quite impressive uh what, the guy with red hair no matt matt jeans <laughs> sorry yeah. just pushing out his instagram out there <laughs> hi matt matt's awesome matt is an actor actually oh, matt yeah is that was incredible. pretty sick. yeah yeah that was pretty matt sick. was incredible he he bust his butt he will he will openly say to you um matt enjoyed the entire transformation because i made it a bit longer than it you know it could have been quicker mm. but we were also in you know he started most of it in lockdown so we didn't know when we'd be open but Matt had to dig deep the last six weeks. That was when, so in those, I think Matt's transformation was 20 weeks. So first six was priming him, getting him losing body fat, but getting him into a good, good condition. Then you drop the hammer, but he was, you know, things were starting to become slightly more sociable with bubbles and being who he was able to see. So he was still able to get some food in there and enjoy some moments. Last six weeks, I was like, right, it's selfish mode, dig deep. And obviously to get in that condition towards the end, sacrifices had to be made and it was tough at the end. And he'll say that like, it was tough at the end, but he doesn't regret it because we obviously managed it the best we could. So for the 15, 16 weeks out of those 20, he was actually just in a really happy condition just with parameters say, it was the last six where where we dialed it in. Um, I'd like, I've got a guy shot with a guy two weeks ago um and I calibered he's probably my best transformation yet hi Zach um he's gonna be very excited that I've just said that and Zach like calibered it at 7.2% body fat like he and Zach started in a similar condition to Matt yeah so uh yeah I'm really excited to share that but again like we were chatting on the day and that's what was so nice about actually being able to like be at the photo shoot with people now that like COVID's so nice. using off and I was obviously asking him like how have you felt like what was your highs? What was your lows? And he was just like, I've loved every minute of it. I've loved the structure that it gave me, like the discipline. Obviously I had to, you know, go in hard the last six weeks because six to eight weeks people can push for. Like if you can, if you can like cruise people into a, an eight week out point and then, and then up the ante, you know, you've done your job as a coach because people can grow up for that long. Yeah. I think and also then, as well, like it shouldn't be, you should, if you, if you're, for example, if you're, I think anything from 12 to almost eight weeks out, you shouldn't be fucking suffering at that point you no. really shouldn't like i think like you say i think anything under kind of the six week mark that's when it starts to hit home a little bit and yeah. then and then from then on it's just like yeah you will have to drag your feet a little bit but, yeah, but then from then on yeah. you're like okay cool six weeks break that down how many days how many like that sort of thing like cool and it seems yeah. so especially over the last year right every like it's either gone really quick or it's gone super slow some days so actually when you look six weeks i'm like Okay, I just got locked up for 12 weeks. I can easily do six weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And I always say to people like, um, I don't know if your transformation say this to you, but normally my transformations around six weeks out always feel like they're never going to make it. Yeah. They always think like, self-doubt enough. Yeah. yeah, like that little that little demon on the shoulder is saying, and I've been there, like you've been there. Like I've, I definitely remember crying in some toilets because <laughs> if you've never cried whilst dieting, you're clearly not dieting enough. Um <laughs> being like, I'm, I'm gonna have to cancel the shoot. I can't do it. I'm not gonna look good enough. Like, yep. <laughs> and you just, you're just in that like self-doubt mode because you're just, your body's just not quite there, but you can see the changes are happening. But you just don't know how quick your body's gonna come in. And that last month magic can happen. And oh. it normally does if you trust the process. Yeah. But, 
oh man, those last six weeks are full of your own mental torture as well. But this comes into a whole different ballgame. Like you mentioned it before, like kind of setting the mindset there. I, I see this more and more now. Like I think maybe because my mindset's changed a lot and probably like your mindset probably over this last year, people don't fucking believe they can. Like generally yeah. don't believe they can. And I'm like, you do understand, like getting in incredible shape like it's not rocket science i promise you it's not rocket science but it is hard from a mental standpoint the psychological aspect of right the discipline the routines and things like that that's the hard part like we know yeah we know food's gonna go we know we have to train things like that food and things like that that's a staple so it's like but actually like to get the mindset in that position to be like to have the discipline the routines and things like that but I just it's it amazes me how people don't believe they can they think seeing this stuff looks unachievable and yeah. it is quite like when you see one inch to the other I'm like oh maybe it does but people don't see that story either people don't see no. the 20 weeks in between so that's the thing I'm like but when you break it down it seems so achievable right six weeks here six weeks here 10 weeks there and you're like oh okay so it seems a bit more achievable that's the thing it's like actually like I just wish that this, this is people easy. are not honest about it in the industry though I think that's what it is people uh, are yeah. not honest and hence why I have a completely like open open door open policy with my clients to everything yeah, yeah in regarding myself and them which is also probably like how you are like when you meet them you feel like you've known them your whole lives like mm. like I said last weekend at the shoot it you know they were like god we feel like we've known you forever because it was a guy and a girl and I've, I've been through some of their worst times with them over lockdown. Like yeah. I knew more than their families at that point because I was their support, their, their, their emotional bubble, their, their confidant. Yeah. And so, yeah, but in the industry, people don't really talk about the journey. They just, they talk about the benefits of being lean or benefits of not being lean or whatever fad is being pushed for us on Instagram. And I'm like, oh yeah. man, just I, if people, if we were just more honest, people would have a much better perspective of what all of this really is. That's the thing is the same for you. I've got fucking nothing to hide either. Like be quite nice if I did. I have something, oh, I've got something, I've got this little secret. <laughs> uh, but I don't, that's the thing. And it's the same thing. It's just like, guys, like if you want a training program or a diet plan like fucking hell me and you can sit and make one right now for someone do you know what I mean it's not it's not but what it is it is like okay when we have barriers when we have those hard times we have those lows and like thing especially when we've been like we've never been like no one in the world's been a coach in a lockdown right fuck me it's been a year of counseling in a sense yeah like well don't feel motivated things like that okay cool what can we do how are you doing let's jump on a call let's chat let's things like that and I think because people aren't emotionally attached to us in that sense and we're quite e like you're very easy to talk to like people just open up people just like spill their guts and that's it and I, i'll always be quite open with that stuff because i like you'll probably say the same like we can get you in shape we, that's not a problem we can get you in shape it might take longer might not be the right time but if we can get your mindset there you'll fly absolutely well that was kind of what we bonded over as being like becoming friends it was all of the trials and tribulations we were going through and how just open we were about it with each other hmm. um like uh, we were talking about a lot about my past at the time because obviously I was going through like I said the rebound and stuff when I was speaking to you but for me it was that like it was bringing up so many emotions that I dealt with from when I was younger so for people that don't know me or don't know my intimate story um 
when I was a musical theatre dancer, um, before I turned into a transformation transformational coach, I suffered really badly with eating disorder issues. Like from my early twenties, I was seventeen when it started, um, and it started with anorexia, which then you know as you go through various stages of recovery, you can relapse, and it turned into then, then bulimia and then misuse of of laxatives. And it, it was something that plagued me for my entire 20s. Um, I had periods of where I was, I would say, classed as fine. And I was one of those people that most people didn't know I had a problem because I was, I've always been very muscular. I'm a tall girl. Um, so for me to have abs was not, not normal. But the one thing I didn't have was jutting bones and skeletal appearance because there was so much mass on me always. Yeah. you know uh, and it was the perils of being in musical theater and the judgment and critique on physical image um which was one of the reasons that led me to fitness in the first place because one of the ways i tried to recover when i was suffering from the kind of um it's still it's still classed in the kind of bulimia realm which when i was abusing laxatives was i got into overtraining almost as a comp to compensate because I, I knew i needed to eat but at the same time i was you know still in this inner turmoil about everything and you know, training became almost my little counsellor, but then I was like, right, if I'm going to do this, I need to learn how to do this properly. And I think educating myself as a coach was part of my recovery. Um, and it took to my late 20s. And then um, I didn't really suffer anymore into my early 30s until, and then obviously I had a really dramatic injury, which then stopped me performing, which was a spinal injury, and then threw me into this new realm of coaching. So for me, working really hard to get to a really good headspace, so not having any problems with my disordered behavior, really. Obviously thoughts are always there, you always suffer, like in the same way as if you've ever had depression or anxiety, the, the triggers and the, the moments are always still there and depression and anxiety also runs alongside disordered behavior and eating, especially things like BED or any kind of binge eating disorder. Um, so you learn to cope, you learn, you learn your coping mechanisms and. I knew that one of the reasons I wanted to coach was because I didn't want any little girl or any guy to ever feel like that ever again. Um, but then to then go through, well, I've been through two rebounds actually. My first shoot was horrific. And that was when I, when I lost you know, my, my cycle the first time. And then this last shoot, because it triggered all of those things that I'd worked really hard to, to kind of deal with. I think for me that as a coach, that was the more scary thing that I felt like, um, I was, lose, I was losing my way on a battle that I fought really hard against for the sake of an aesthetic. And I was just like, oh man, like... And I think is was, was that worth it? Was that worth it to do that to myself? Yeah, 100%. And I think, I think as a coach, especially when you go into that second shoot, deep down, you know you're not in the right position to do it. And it's amazing how... Don't get me wrong, it's, it's like, and even when coaches push you going into it, knowing that that's not the best thing to do right now. And I, I get it, like, well, I, I get it because they're gonna get a result out of it, right? And you're, you're gonna market for them, vice versa, clients are gonna look better and draw in, whatever it may be. I get it, but the industry that we live in, I'm like, we came into the health and fitness industry, it's in the name health and fitness, like health. Health is always gonna be a priority. And time is something that we've always got time for a shoot. Like we come back to it. You've always got time. Yeah. But I just, yeah, it's, it's like you say, it's like, it's, I think it is the industry. The industry is getting better over time, 100%. Um, but there's always going to be that 
that side of it, right? Um, and I think always, I, always. I mean, we we see a lot of bikini models and you know athletes and stuff all over Instagram, looking like they live shoot lean all year round. And one of the things I always explain to my clients before they go into a photo shoot prep is, first of all, you're not going to be able to live there no matter how much you plead to me that you are going to be able to live with those really shredded abs. I promise mm. you, you're not. Yeah. And second of all, they don't live that way all year round. And people think that they do. Yeah. Um, they, they see these people on Instagram and socials and I'm like, these guys don't look like this all year round. I promise you they don't. Outside they never make any progress in their, like their physique. Yeah. So you have to get used to either deciding that I'm just going to live at a really nice maintenance and I don't want anything more than health and wealth from my journey or that I do want to keep working on my physique so therefore I'm going to have to get comfortable with making myself uncomfortable yeah yeah 100%. Like two quite, sides to it for me I, I I just jumped off a call before this with a client it was quite interesting because he was like he's kind of like he wants to do a shoot in like nine months time or something like that and he was kind of reading into like actors and stuff like that doing like oh how do they get in shape and it was quite I was like oh I'm speaking to the right person about that and it is quite interesting like I looked I looked at Oh, what did I do? I researched, oh, I researched Zach Efron. You know, you did Baywatch. I researched what he did for that. Yeah, he looked insane. He looked amazing. He looked insane. But did you have to, like, fuck me what they do? Like, number one, that's their job for 12 weeks is to just do that, to look like that. That is literally it. So, yeah. fair play. And they but, also have the right environment. They have trainers, dude, like, chefs, got, like, nutritionists, yeah. doctors on hand, yeah. everybody. So this is the thing that I'm like, and he was like, oh, how can we do that? I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> I'm not with you the whole time to do that like that's the thing is people don't see like they have chefs they have everything they have like doctors on like everything 24 7 365 and I think obviously you know more about that scene than I do um and obviously you're <laughs> you you're like you're working in the future with people that are going to be doing that sort of stuff as well and they're going to turn around yeah. to you like right Leanne we've got this movie in six weeks time you're like right fucking hell like sort of thing like how do we do this but yeah you know. I think with a lot of my actors like especially my guys that are all in the witcher because we all know that the witcher is renowned for physiques like I mean Henry Cavill's the lead for Christ's sake I mean they yeah. all have to stand next to him so <laughs> I I got I got for this season two of the witcher several of their actors in shape um, that are all lead characters in that show and um one of them had six weeks. He rang me at six weeks out and was just like, luckily he wasn't in bad shape. Yeah, and uh, he's he's naturally a very gifted physical person. Like he's yeah. naturally always in a relatively good condition, but he's yeah, never trained shit. in this way before. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. He's a great guy. Um, but he was like, I'm six weeks out and I'm, I need a coach. Like I'm, I'm, I've got a topless scene literally as we start filming again. So, and he was like, and it's and it's with Cavill, and you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> I've got to get my, I've got to get my kit off, like, and I'm like, okay, great. So, okay, great. For him, Here we I go. was just like, we had, we had nothing more than I was like, what equipment do you have? And he was like, I have a barbell and some plates. He was like, cool, you're gonna order some bands, and we did his entire six week transformation with nothing more than that because he had to isolate and be COVID tested religiously to be allowed on set. Um. Can we, can we and, pause uh, it here? Can we be like, so guys, if you want to get into literally moving our <laughs> shape, you can do this in six weeks in quarantine. <laughs> like, but this is the thing though. People come out with all these excuses. I'm like, you can fucking be a Hollywood movie star in six weeks in lockdown in your living room. So it's achievable. Yeah, well, it, ha it had to. <laughs> it, he, did, he had to do, he did it outside, rain or come shine. Like the one thing I said to him was, right, we've got minimal equipment. 
one thing we can control right now is your food. You don't have to socialize and you just, you have to tick every box I throw at you. Like, and so he'd be out there in his rain jacket in his little courtyard doing, doing his sessions and going for his runs. And um, he, he's got the right determination anyway, because he'd already done Ironman, he'd done Ironman and stuff in the past. So I knew he had the mental grit to turn it on. And this is the role that's going to make his life. So he's about to go into a role that's going to launch his career. So, but at the same time, if you ask him, was it easy? Absolutely not. He, you know, there was no, with him, most of my clients, I get them counting calories, tracking macros, because I like them to learn and educate themselves on food as they go. Of course. Because I think there's a much bigger lesson to be learned once you start to understand what nutrition is in, in its basic fundamentals. But with him, I was like, we have no choice. There is meal prep. There is what I tell you. There is when I tell you. Yeah. And there is no deviation. Like we, yeah. this, if we only have six weeks, he smashed it. He, obviously he ended up doing more topless scenes. So we'll see what's edited out than originally was planned. And um, he's a year on and he looks incredible because we've been able to sensibly coach him into keeping that shape. So I was going to say, him, the, yeah, with him, the plan is like, we keep him constantly yeah. six weeks out from his next casting. And that's, I think what most people don't see with actors, unless they've really let themselves go because it's not very natural to them to be athletic. Yeah. Most actors keep themselves around six, eight weeks out of what they need to do for their yeah. role because Zac Efron knows what he's casting is. He knows his shirt's going to have to come off. Yeah. You know, Hugh Jackman knows that his shirt's going to have to come off in some scene and he's, he's got to look yeah. a certain way. So most of those guys have a team around them that hold them in that condition. That's, most that's quite interesting around. because obviously... Obviously, this is this is where I'm learning as well. So obviously, if you get someone to say, for example, that right, they've got a casting at this date, sort of thing. Like, obviously, you don't know how long that's going on for, though, right? So they could be shooting for weeks, potentially months. Yeah, he shot for the last six months, so I had to get him ah. lean, and then I had to hold him lean for six months. So that boy did. When I say I'm so, I couldn't be prouder of a person. Yeah, and we then had to hold that condition for the entire filming because of continuity. So he could, his body fat could come up by two, 3%. So he got to 10% and we could bring him up to 12, yeah, 14 ish. Yeah. Cause he's still in his costume. His abs are still there. Yeah. He's hormonally in a stable lean place. I think he, he only came up to 12% actually. So when, yeah. when I say 14, that was an exaggeration. He actually only came back up to 12 and he's held that condition the entire time, but he had to be, and I said this to him, I was like, if you're going to hold this look for this entire season, of this show there are certain things you're going to have to sacrifice for this entire time yeah but also um, that's the thing this is where we come back to like you need to want it like you know so say for, it could be anything like you know that dropping body fat and getting into the best shape of your life is going to benefit your future for so you could be 25 years old but if you spend the next 20 weeks of focusing on you and getting yourself in the best shape of your life that is only going to benefit you for the next 60, 70 years. Vice versa, this guy getting into this shape, this is the TV series, this is the movie, whatever it may be, that is going to shape your career. And it's the same when you say to an Olympic athlete, like, oh, I'm training for the Olympics, it's, uh, I'm, it's four, four year time. People are like, four years, that's a long time. I'm like, it's fucking not. Like, because all they need to not know- Not to peak like, at the right time, yeah. This is the thing, it's like when people see like sprinters, like oh, I'm running 10 seconds. Cool. We've got four years to take a second or half a second off. People like when you think about that, that's nuts to literally just go that much quicker. 
four years this is when like sometimes it's like you the, the mindset behind this this is why like athletic mindset is impressive even from like an actor vice versa yeah like, it has to be it's and but you can learn this yeah you can learn also, this discipline you have to your goal has to be big enough like you have to want it's like been to the olympics like yeah it doesn't matter whether your goal is a gold medal or that movie role that you've always wanted or that photo shoot goal that goal has to be so big to you in that moment that why has to be so grounding um we talk about why's a lot as coaches like what is your why what is it that keeps you anchored and centered that we can bring you back to every time you want to deviate from the plan like it has to be so much bigger than anything you're striving for in that moment actually just won't get there yeah. <laughs> you the won't people's whys are too small as well this is the yeah. biggest thing people say like oh you know um i think i answered it in like a qa like i want to lose 10 kilos in 10 weeks i'm like that's very doable like very doable it's a kilo a week it's nothing and then people like people people are satisfied them well why don't you just do 15 that's literally 1.2 whatever however you want to do the maths right people yeah. don't believe don't dream big enough i'm like if you yeah. aim up here and your initial goals here and you fuck up you're only going to come to here so you're going to achieve more than you initially went out for and this yeah i think some of my yeah no i agree with you i think some of my transformations over the last year with the ones that have come in not wanting a photo shoot and then no, have seen they're the best do ones. it yeah and then they've been like i can do this and i'm like yeah you can do this like but you have to want this i can't want this for you yeah and they're the ones that have like come in and just like blowing it out of the water and this comes down to like i don't know why like the biggest epiphany i had since moving out here was everything's your decision like everything as soon as you take that into consideration it's your decision what you eat it's your decision what time you wake up it's your decision to go to the gym it's your decision who you hang around with it's up to you you're in control yeah it's your decision if you spend more time with family it's your decision if you separate yourself from family or friends so what's family the limitation i think i think family and friends can be some of the biggest limitations in your life when it comes to your health and fitness goals. Yeah. Not because they don't love you, but because sometimes they can force opinions and their own beliefs onto you as a person where friends wouldn't. Yeah. Friends, you know, because families can cross boundaries emotionally, right? Yeah. Then and friends don't tend to do that. So I think one of the <laughs> one of the biggest things when go, like embarking on this kind of journey is having family and friends on board like or making sure that they is. i think the biggest thing is just making they don't have to agree with what you're doing at all they just need to understand like when yeah. you when you were dieting for your your shoots and things like that vice versa when i was dieting for last show and shoots like the amount of like my family were like oh you don't look well and i'm like i've got 10 more weeks yeah <laughs> if you don't think i look good now wait for it that's the thing it's like and I was like I remember my first show and it crossed over because it was in April and I dieted before Christmas and I was like now that I have the knowledge I probably could have had a Christmas dinner right it wouldn't have killed me because I was still yeah but your first out. one your first one you're like first one, I was like that's it and I was like I remember having Tupperware at the Christmas dinner table everything salmon and asparagus and stuff like that and like no matter what this was like your closest but no matter what they said I just didn't care that's the yeah. thing. It's like you either understand this or you don't. It's as simple as. Same as like, I think this comes down to like any form of relationship. It's like, think even for like, you can go this into a dating room. Like you either understand what I want to do and achieve in life. If you're not on board with that, it's not going to work. Like, yeah, it's as simple as. Yeah. 
I mean, that's why I've been single for so long, Brandon. You've just given me an epiphany. But honestly, you <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I have been single for a very long time, people out there. Um, but no, it's absolutely true <laughs> because you what? get to the <laughs> plug. Um, I'm, on, I'm not on Tinder. Um, <laughs> oh, that's the place. But it, I know, but it is one of those situations where you get to a point in your life or you get to a point in your goals where I'm like, if people don't, if I don't align with someone else's values and they don't allow, align with mine, what is the point? Or they can't at least understand and see where I'm coming from um, or understand the big picture, then I'm just like, and I think, I've, got no, I've got no time. I think the thing is, is people, when you have goals like that, vice versa, if you want to get into photo shoot condition or you want to change your life for the health and fitness wise, whatever it may be, if you want to step into a new career, like you know as much as I do, as soon as you start to have goals like that, you become very isolated and very lonely in a sense because you separate yourself from probably 99% of the world because yeah. not many people are aligned with that. So if you potentially are listening right now and you feel you're on that journey and you feel very isolated, you feel quite alone, I promise you, like, you're not alone. You're just doing something that's number one, incredible, that's going to take you far in life. But again, it's your decision. Be okay with that. It doesn't, it's not forever you will meet the right people in your network, vice versa. Like, you know, I know the best friends and best people friends I've ever made is from social media because it's the easiest way to be like, she does what I do. He does what I do. I like them sort of thing. Yeah. They connect. What are their values? What are their core core values? Like you start to resonate with people on a deep level. You start to understand. Maybe it's because we work with people, right? So we start to be getting, we start to get good at reading people. Yeah. Um, and reinterpreting that kind of energy or information back in however you believe that we communicate as, as beings. I definitely believe people have energies and I definitely believe that you can mm. tell an energy. And it's the same way as if I know I wanna work with a client as a coach, like there's a, there's a certain rapport that has to happen, a certain energy. It's just how, like how me and you became friends. It's how I make any of my friends these days. Like, how do we connect? Um, I don't have many friends I, as I get older, but the ones I have are so solid um but not any of them would not be you know supportive on whatever journey it is I choose choose to do because like you said it is a moment in time it yeah. is a moment in time if you're dieting for something like a shoot or stage stage comp prep or or film or tv or yeah. um but you just yeah you just have to make sure all of the chess pieces are aligned in the right place yeah. on the board yeah. one of the best quotes any uh, a friend gave me actually I don't even know where she got it from she said to me once because I was having a real wobble moment post performing um, moving into the fitness space a lot of people doubting me doubting that I could do it a lot of people saying what am I doing I'm throwing away an incredible career um, and she said you are the author of your own book so it's only you that needs to keep the eyes on your page and I was like man that is far too true like people get so concerned with you know reading reading chapters from other people's books like yeah. just write yours and have it be true to you just comes just stay in your own lane stay in what's true to you stay in your own lane and the right people will come into your life and just be self-aware enough to know the ones that aren't right for your life don't divert your path i know i did that at the beginning of the year for sure um like yeah for sure but that's the thing like i was like oh, we've, moving all been there. we've all been there yeah. but you're also young right you're still in your 20s stuff happens if you don't make if you, you know Sorry, if you don't make mistakes in your 20s what are they for 
you know. Oh, yeah, I feel old, so it's fine. So it's cool. You're an old soul. You're an old soul. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. But no, honestly, I feel like generally we could we could ramble on forever. And I think it's a nice, a nice topic, a nice quote to finish on anyway. So well done with that. Yeah, you're but welcome. If you could give anybody any piece of advice today, what they can do to take themselves one step further forward tomorrow, what would it be? Get enough sleep. <laughs> That's like the definition of you. It's like, just rest. <laughs> just get some sleep. Get enough sleep. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Whether that be advice from a coach or advice from a friend or a doctor or whatever it is you're going through, never be too scared to ask for help. And just know that, as you always say, 1% bettering yourself each day moves you that step forwards to where you want to be. So if that is just putting more veggies on your plate and getting rid of some processed food and that that is all you can start with one percent more and it will get you there just know that yeah you have to be the person that that has to want to do it yeah nailed it absolutely nailed it enough no that's absolutely <laughs> brilliant um where can people find you if they want to message you if they want to be an actor <laughs> if they want to be an actor that's shredded yeah. you can probably the easiest way is my instagram so the unmarshall fitness um, on IG, I have a Facebook. It's exactly the same. Just drop me a DM. Drop me a DM, and I will get you sliced and diced, ready for that next movie role. That's for sure. You know what's for, I just generally want to be. I'm going to go for a fucking casting now. Screw it. I don't know what it'll I mean, be. I, I want to be a Wonder Woman. I want. To, I want them to make another movie so that I can be one of like the Amazon. Well, like, come you, on. You generally have the connections to slide in as well. <laughs> That's the thing. Like you, we talk about this, but like you generally could be like you can just be like, um, "There's a new casting. Can you just sneak me in the side door?" <laughs> I wish. I'm also waiting for Henry Cavill to realise that I'm his future wife. But you know, we all have hopes and dreams. Best thing is he got Instagram. Slide into his DMs. Why not? What have <laughs> you got? Happy at the moment. <laughs> nothing to lose. But that's cool. Right, we'll wrap up. Easy enough. I'll love you and leave you, and I'll speak to you in a bit. Anyway, you will take care. It was great to speak to you. Take care to everybody listening yeah. as well. Reach out to this guy, he knows what he's doing.